Stop for a moment and think about your most intimate earthly relationship. Who is that person? Who is it that you trust the most? Who is it that you turn to in times of need? Hey everyone, welcome to Experience Ministries Discipleship Podcast. I'm Dave Smewen, your host, and I'm excited to share biblical principles to help us live our faith and glorify the Lord Jesus. This is episode 61, and we're talking about intimacy with God today. Now, I did a similar topic a year ago with Angie on the podcast, but I'm redoing that today so I can have a video to put it on YouTube as well. If you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, you might want to look at that. It's pretty good. Look at Experience Discipleship on YouTube. What does the term intimacy mean to you? To me, it means close, deep, meaningful, and significant. We usually use the word intimacy when we're talking about a close friend, a family member, like a spouse, a sibling, a parent, or your best friend. Intimacy with another person requires both people to desire to have that deep of a relationship. Intimacy can't be just one way. Intimacy also requires time. It requires trust and it requires a desire. Angie and I are celebrating our 26th wedding anniversary, and my relationship with her is deeper than any relationship I have with anybody else on the planet. I know her really well, and she knows me really well. That's a little bit scary. But it didn't start out that way. Our relationship had to develop. We had to put in intentional effort to grow that intimacy, to learn to trust each other. And the truth of the matter is, we walk through more than a couple of hard things together. And when you walk through something difficult with another person and you really work through it, then your relationship becomes more intimate because you learn to trust, you learn to interact and solve problems with that person. Think about your most intimate earthly relationship for a moment. How did you get that close? My guess is you spent time together, you laughed together, you probably cried a little bit together. You have probably walked through some difficult times and worked through issues with that person. Maybe it's a conflict with them, or maybe it's just something in life that they walked through with you. Those things do build intimacy. Do you know that person's favorite food? Do you know what makes them really angry? Do you know how to encourage them and cheer them up when they're going through a hard time. When you hear that person's voice, or when you get a text from them, or somebody mentions their name, what feeling do you get inside? What if I say the name God, or refer to God the Father? Do you have that same kind of reaction inside? Is there a joy that comes up? Is there a sense of, I love that person, I want to spend time with them that comes up? If not, there's a problem. Is your reaction different if I say the name Jesus or Holy Spirit? Now hear me for a moment. How you answer those two questions is going to tell you a lot about your relationship, your intimacy, and your spiritual development. If you can't say that your relationship with God is as intimate or you don't get as excited about God as you do as seeing your best friend, then there's a little bit of a problem. Chances are, You have religion and not a true, deep, 
intimate relationship with God. Religion will keep you in bondage. Religion will reduce intimacy to keeping the rules and performance-based activities, such as good works and things like that. That's not relationship. Relationship with God will bring love. It will bring freedom. It will bring transformation and excitement. It should be joyful to have a relationship with the creator of the universe. Religion will keep you striving to be good enough and then condemn you because you're not good enough. That's not relationships. Relationship with God will work to transform you so that you're growing, changing, becoming a better person, being encouraged, filled with love. That's what relationships do. They transform us. So let me ask you, do you have a relationship or are you stuck in a religion? If you react differently to God the Father than you do to Jesus or to the Holy Spirit, there's a serious problem and it needs to be addressed. So let me help you out with that a little bit. Let, look at this passage. This is Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 and 5. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your might. When you see the term Lord, L-O-R-D, in all caps in the Old Testament, it's actually not Lord. The Hebrew word is Yohavah, and Yohavah is God the Father's personal name. So we have Jesus, and we have Yohavah, God the Father. Sometimes we say that as Yahweh, but truly the word in Hebrew is Yohavah. Now listen to what Jesus said in John chapter 14, verses 5 through 11, and how that connects Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God the Father, Yohavah. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How do we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been so long with you, and yet you have not come to know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. How do you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own initiative, but the Father abiding in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Otherwise, believe on the account of the works themselves. Here's my point. You can't be intimate with only one part of the Godhead. God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are one. There is only one God. So you can't say, I love Jesus, and avoid the Father. You can't say, I love Jesus, and avoid the Holy Spirit. And you can't say, I love the Holy Spirit, and avoid Jesus. It doesn't work that way. A true intimate relationship with God involves God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, because He is one God. If you're avoiding part of the Godhood, there is a reason. And at the root of that reason, you're probably going to find fear. 
or that you're transferring a hurt from an earthly relationship into that heavenly one, or you just have a wrong belief. And sometimes those wrong beliefs can get developed early in life when people teach us stuff and it's just not right. You may be struggling with not feeling like you're good enough. You may fear rejection. You may fear punishment. You may fear that God really doesn't love you the way he loves other people. There are lots of kinds of fear that come into that relationship that will try to keep us from intimacy. So if there is fear in your relationship with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, that is something that you need to deal with and remove that fear from your relationship. If you identify that you're transferring a hurt or a pain or something like that from an earthly relationship like your father, if you're transferring that pain onto God the Father, then it's going to really be detrimental. You've got to resolve that so that you can have a deep relationship with God the Father. He loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son to die for us. So yes, he loves you. Be careful of transferring that pain onto God the Father and avoiding him. Now, I don't know about you, but I've not always walked with the Lord. I had kind of a strange upbringing with different things coming into my life, and I had some really crazy ideas about God. Additionally, I've been taught some wrong things about God. And so I want to encourage you to evaluate your understanding of who God is. Pursue him. Read the scripture. Learn about his character, his nature, his attributes, so that you can develop a correct, a deep, and an intimate relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Can I share a few ways to increase your intimacy with God? Great. Keep watching. Don't, don't click off yet. We got a little bit to go. This is really good stuff. And I want you to grab these five different ways that we can increase our intimacy with God. Number one, you must accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. We read the scripture earlier. No one comes to the Father except through the Son. Jesus came and died for us to restore a relationship between us and God the Father. He died to pay the penalty of our sin. And so the number one thing we need to do is make sure that we have salvation and we're accepting the Lord and walking with him. Number two, learn about God. I mentioned this earlier. Learn about his character, his attributes, his nature. What is God like? Because you can't be intimate and have a relationship with somebody that you don't know anything about. I know a lot about Angie. I know a lot about my best friends because I have taken the time to get to know them. Take the time to get to know God the Father. What is he like? God the Son. What is he like? God the Holy Spirit. How does he work in us? The third thing we can do to deepen our relationship with the Father, with the Son, with the Holy Spirit is to eliminate fear. We got to get it out. But how, right? I mean, that's the question. How do you eliminate fear from your life? Well, I'm going to give you a couple of really simple things to understand. First, fear causes us to run from God. We can see that right in the beginning. If you go back to Genesis chapter 3, they sinned and then fear entered. They ran and hid from God. 
So it's important to understand that our natural reaction with fear is to run from God. What we need to do is we need to run to God because here's what the scripture says. 1 John 4.18 tells us that perfect love casts out fear. So the solution isn't to run from God, it's to run to God. Because as we do that, as we run to God, then we get filled with His love. That relationship grows, the intimacy grows, the love increases. And where perfect love increases, fear exits. Now that's hard because it takes deliberate effort. We have to make a choice and then we have to exert effort to pursue God when things aren't going right, when we're fearful of Him, when we're afraid that He's going to punish us. It's hard, but we need to press in. The fourth thing we can do is increase our interaction with God. Now, the problem here is that sometimes we limit our interaction to what we consider religious times or spiritual times. When we go to church or when we're to Bible study or something like that. And those things are good. We need to participate in that. Forsake not the gathering together of the brethren. But we need to go beyond that. We need to have intimate times with the Lord. We need to take times when we go for a walk with Him. When was the last time you bought God flowers or made Him dinner? or did something fun with him? When was the last time you gave him a gift by giving something to the least of these? That's what the scripture says. When you've given to the least of these, you've given unto him. My point is this. We need to interact with God the way we would interact with our best friend. Hey, you want to go for a walk? Hey, do you want to do this together? That requires us to step out in faith and to realize that a walk with the Lord is something that can be very practical. The fifth thing, a relationship with God requires desire and effort, just like it does with your best friend. If you have somebody that you want to connect with and deepen that relationship, you give them a call, you shoot them a text, you give them a message and you say, hey, what's going on? Can we go do this? Can we go do that? It's a desire and the effort to put into that relationship that gives the foundation so that the relationship can grow. We need to do the same thing with God. The problem is that he's not here physically to interact with us. So we have to learn some spiritual truths and apply them in this situation. John 4.24 tells us that God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So when we worship God, when we praise him, we do that with our body. We do that with our soul. We also do that with our spirit. And in our relationship with God, we have to learn how to make that relationship a spiritual transaction. We have to learn how to use our spirit to connect with God and worship Him while we're doing something. Let's go for a walk, Lord, and make that a spiritual event, not just a physical event. If you want to know more about that, then I've got some material that will really bless you about what is the human spirit. Here's the truth. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit want a deep relationship with you. God loves you and He wants you to pursue Him and to draw close to Him. The ball's in our court. We need to pursue God.
I pray that you are blessed today, that God just speaks to your heart and draws you close to himself. In Jesus' name, amen.